Today's podcast is sponsored by Wonderful Pistachios, where delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts out there, and each one-ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. It is no secret how much I love pistachios. I love pistachios. It is part of my identity, and honestly, there are so many fantastic flavors. My personal favorite is the wonderful pistachios no salt. It has a little blue emblem on it for the bag. So delicious. I know others love the roasted and salted, even lightly salted. There's a sweet chili that's good, a salt and pepper. There are so many options, and you can have them in the shell or no shell. Cracking each pistachio open one at a time? Yes, wonderful pistachios is the only exception I make for playing with my food. It is fun and protein all in one bite. Go ahead and visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more or pick up a bag at your local store. Let's get to cracking and let's get to snacking. Welcome to the Fun and Gains Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Lupton, and let the gains begin. What's up, you guys, and welcome back to the Fun and Games podcast. Today's episode is going to be a blast. I am so excited. It is another solo episode, but we're talking all things gym tips. And I'm going to say a lot of like rookie mistakes versus veteran to see, hey, am I a rookie or am I a veteran? And to see kind of where that mindset shift should happen with you in the gym as you start going a little bit more. And this also applies to all forms of exercise. This doesn't just have to go into weightlifting. So if you're somebody who likes F45, Pilates, if you're into, you know, other forms of exercise, this is also for you. It's not just for the gym, although a lot of these do have to do with, of course, resistance training, because that is the main form of exercise that I love to do. But first, can we talk about the morning I've had today? You guys, let me paint the picture, okay? When I say morning, I mean midnight. I mean 12, 10 a.m. I wake up to hearing Vinny having a full-on conversation to himself and his door open. He has crawled out of his crib. Okay, never done that before. Crawled out of his crib having a full-on conversation. He is wide awake. And I am like, what is going on? What, what time do you think it is? It's midnight. Like, do you think it's noon and we're going to go play at the park now? Absolutely not, young man. So we <laughs> so for the next hour and a half, I am trying to get him to go back to sleep and he's just not having it. He is wide awake. So what do I do? I just grab him. We snuggle up on the couch. We get a blankie and we start watching some shows because it's like 2.30 a.m. I'm tired. I don't even know what else to do. So I'm like flipping through, trying to find a show. We watch Finding Dory and then he starts to get hungry. So I'm feeding him cereal. We go to high school musical one. I mean, we're just, we're just having all the fun, having all the cuddles, having all the snuggles. And I have been up since then. I don't know how he has not gotten tired until just now. Like he just went down for his nap. That's why I'm able to record this podcast. And I'm like, oh, we got to get it done quick because who knows? if he's going to wake up again. But oh my gosh. Okay. If you are a fellow mom, what do you do when your kid starts to crawl out of his crib? Like I don't even, I'm like scared. I'm like, he can come out anytime he wants. I'm like not used to that. Usually when he's in his crib, like I know he can't come out. So like if I put him there, he will be there when I come back in. But the fact like it was like terrifying. I was like, who's opening his door? And it's him. And I'm like, what? wait, what are you doing? Since when have you gotten so big? So 
Anyways, that was my morning. I had a grilled cheese at like 6 a.m. because I'd already been up for six hours and I was like, yeah, that sounds good. And I honestly like when you're so tired, all at least for me, but I feel like for most of us, our brain just like craves junk food. So I've been just like wanting to like bake and have French toast and waffles and pancakes and cookies and like, hey, nothing's wrong with that. But I'm like, that's going to make me even more tired So I actually, I'm so proud of myself. I'm practicing my small, simple acts of diligence. Let's go. My little discipline. And I made a green smoothie and a really good like snack plate to snack on instead of like 20 cookies, which I will have cookies later on in the day. But to start off my day, oh my gosh, I have so much energy now. I'm like, holy cow, I actually feel really good. And I feel like this is one of the times where I have a ton of energy to record a podcast, like just naturally. And I feel really good and I'm proud of myself for that. So, you know, that's a big win for me. That is enough of my weekly recap, more like morning recap, (laughs) because it feels like a whole week has gone by, but it is still the same day, just 12 hours later. Now, getting into today's episode, I think it would be fun to kind of break down the different quote gym goers and kind of identify like see where you are right now on your journey say okay that's kind of me I got a little bit of this and I just feel like that's going to be fun to see a good starting place because we're all doing different things we all have different goals we all have different body types we all have different genetics so it's interesting to see okay where are we on this journey and what are some like good tips that I can have that can relate to so many people. I'm really excited to share these with you. Okay, getting into the episode. I know that there are so many different people on all of our different journeys. There are a ton of different gym goers. We all go, we have different splits. We go a different amount of days. We do different exercises. And I just kind of want to talk about a bunch of different type of gym goers to kind of give you like a feel of maybe where you are on this journey. And so that you know that I'm speaking directly to you. So, and it was also really fun to put this together and think about all of these stages And I myself have been in all of these stages. And even where I'm at now, like you'll hear me talk about later on in this episode, how I still can revert back to other of these stages. So we're just going to start out. Number one, I would call them the lifestyle gym goer. This person works out one to three days a week and you go because it makes you feel good. You love the classes, you love the healthy aspect, you love to feel good mentally, and it's a really good release for you. The second type of gym goer is the just starting out gym goer. If you're in this category, you keep trying to start. You're on one week, you're off the next week, and you're struggling to find a routine. You're struggling to feel like you even fit in at the gym, you don't really feel comfortable, you don't know what to do all the time, you don't feel like you belong, and you feel really discouraged. The third gym goer is the three to six a month beginner. These people are feeling good, they're starting to get results, they're starting to get into routine, you're starting to feel empowered because you kind of know what you're doing, you're learning along the way, and you're trying to become committed. Next up is the intermediate gym goer. Now, if this is you, going to the gym is part of your routine. You're doing it regularly, you are not always seeing results, but you're trying and you keep showing up for yourself. 
And last but not least is the gym veterans. These are the people who have been at it. Exercises in their blood. They just love it. They know how to train properly. They know how to train for their body. They know how to train for results. They know what to do. They're working on improving their form and their mechanics. They're always trying to get better and they are experts in the gym. For me, I have definitely gone through this entire scale of thing. I have gone to the gym where it's just a lifestyle. I go, I'm not really looking for results, but I know it's good for my health and I know it's good for me to get some form of exercise. So I started off there. Then I started actually going to the gym, actually trying to get into weights and I felt so nervous. I did not feel like I belonged. I did not know what to do. Even down to, I didn't know what to wear. I was self-conscious about absolutely everything and it is a very intimidating and scary place. And I'll even add, even now, when I first moved to this new place that I met and I was going to a new gym, it is so intimidating and daunting even just being in a new gym as me myself. Like I still get scared and uncomfortable. So feelings from the beginning of my journey do trickle in every once in a while. And I do get imposter syndrome. And sometimes I do feel like I don't belong in the gym. Like, what am I doing here? This is silly. Like, no, I, 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 I don't belong here. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I get really discouraged. So I have felt that in the past. Every once in a while, I will get those feelings of gym intimidation. And I just really try to work through that and remind myself that I belong in the gym just as much as anybody else and remember that everybody starts somewhere and I feel like at the beginning of my journey that is really what carried me is to remember that everybody starts somewhere and even though I might not be where I want to be yet I can work toward that goal and I have found so much joy in the journey of working toward new milestones. I absolutely freaking love it. You guys hear me talk about it all the time. And I have also been the three to six month beginner. I remember when I first was in college. So I had gone to the gym a couple other times, you know, I was feeling like really uncomfortable. I didn't know what to do. So I kind of stopped and I stuck to the exercises that I knew what to do. I would do like old track workouts. I do old cheer workouts. Like I just wanted to move but I didn't know how to properly do that for myself. Then fast forward to college, I met some friends who were really into the gym and I started going with them and that helped me gain my confidence in the gym and know what to do. Whereas before, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't feel like I belonged, but going with the group of people who were confident and who knew what to do and could help teach me a little bit of the ropes just to get me comfortable in the weight room, to get me comfortable with what even a superset is, to get me comfortable with what muscle groups are good to work together. All of that was so helpful in the beginning months of exercise. All right, so dating that back to 2015, I would say, all the way till 2018 when I actually decided, hey, I want to go to the gym to actually see results. I want to go to the gym to hit new PRs. I want to start getting stronger. I want to start seeing muscle definition. I started to have very specific goals. I feel like that is when I then became an intermediate gym goer. You know, I wasn't always seeing results before, but I was trying to keep showing up, making it a routine and really doing the work and becoming educated in it. I took it a step further, you guys, and I became a certified personal trainer because I just was really into this and I was also sharing everything online. And I was like, hey, if I'm sharing anything online, bare minimum, 
I have to at least know what I'm talking about and be a personal trainer. So that's just personally what I felt I wanted and needed to do. So I did take it a step further and have continued to do continuous education and done sports nutrition classes and a lot of other, you know, pregnancy, postpartum, all of those certificates. And now I honestly feel like I am becoming more of an expert and definitely more of a veteran, for sure, without a doubt. Like I know how to train for myself to get results. I know how to train other people to get results. And that is like so comforting. Whereas I know when I first started this journey, even when I first started Instagram, it was a long process of learning, especially even through pregnancy and postpartum. Those mental shifts and that experience I went through has taught me so much. I felt like such a young child before that and I feel so much more mature in every aspect of my life and I have Vinny to thank for that. I I love it. Like I love who I am now and where I am now because of all of those experiences I have had. So I don't want you to feel discouraged if you are in any of these stages. Even if you're a veteran, any of these stages, there's no need to be discouraged. Like this is so exciting and it is part of your journey and your life. And you know, it's, it's so fun. So, I, okay, you guys, let's just hop into the freaking tips because that's what we're here for. I just thought it would be fun to kind of like do a little breakdown because I want to do when you're a beginner, you have a little bit of a different mindset versus when you are a veteran. So I wanted to kind of break it down into a rookie mindset versus a veteran's mindset. And I want you to think about yourself, where you fall on each five of these tips. Where is your mindset at? Is there anything that you can improve on? And even like for me exposing myself, there are plenty of things that I am constantly trying to work on. This is not like me saying you need to work on all these things. And if you are missing the mark on all of these, you're doing a bad job. Absolutely not. This is 100% a learning curve. A lot of us have gone through this. These are things that I wish I knew when I first started out. So this is going to be hopefully an extremely helpful episode for you. I am so stoked to dive in. And again, I just want to remind you that in the gym now can even still be a daunting place. So do not feel discouraged, feel empowered and excited through this episode. And so let's get to it. So coming in at number one, a rookie mindset would be working toward a destination versus loving the journey over the destination. Okay, I'll be honest, let's break it down. If you have been going to the gym for a while, which I know a lot of you listening to this podcast, we're gym lovers, we love to go, it's part of our DNA. And you know what? Even for not beginners, I feel like a lot of times when people say, hey, why do you go to the gym? A, of course it's good for our health, but B, the mental fortitude and the mental strength that we get from exercise, from going to the gym is astronomically more important than losing the 10 or 20 pounds that we maybe first started out doing. I'll say a lot of us go to the gym now because it is a safe place for us. It is part of our routine. We love the mental effects as well as the physical effects that we get from exercise. So it runs much deeper than just that destination of I want to lose 10 pounds. I want to lose 20 pounds where again, that's not a bad thing to want, but When you have that mindset shift from the destination of the one goal into loving the journey over the destination, that is where the magic is. When you love the journey, the goals just happen naturally. I love going to the gym. 
I, I do. I know a lot of you listening to this also just love to go to the gym and I'm getting my goals because I first and foremost love the journey. I love the aches. I love the pains. I love the growing. I love the mental strength and toughness that I have to have in the gym and overcome what my brain tells me. Sometimes my mind will say, hey, you're done with this, Brit. Give up. But my body's like, no, let's keep going. Our goals become a side effect when we are enjoying the journey. A lot of times, and you know what? I'll relate this to something, okay? A lot of times when we have like one big goal, all right? For example, I will relate it to one of my biggest goals in my life, career, okay, career focused, was becoming a Gymshark athlete. Like that was a monumental, pivotal goal in my life. When I obtained that goal, I kind of sat back and was like, wait, like what do I do now? Like I have worked so hard to be able to be at this point where I'm a Gymshark athlete and I'm kind of left feeling a little bit empty even on a day that should have been one of the biggest days of my life. I'm like, I hit my goal. Like, what do I do now? And that was the first time that I realized, man, I got to set new goals. I got to think bigger again. I've got to push myself more again. And when it comes to nutrition, right? If we are loving the journey, loving the process of eating healthy, Do I really ever need to go on a diet? No, I don't because I am interested in learning about nutrition and learning about taking care of my body. I am enjoying this process and it's not about this destination of I need to lose 10 pounds or whatever it is. That's when eating becomes a restriction because it's all about that destination. It's not about what comes after that. It's about what do I do just to get to that one point, not what do I do After that, for the years and months after I've hit that goal, there's no action plan past that. And it makes me sad because I know that's where a lot of failure comes from is people will lose weight and then gain it back because there's no actual journey. There's no process. There's no lifestyle. This isn't becoming integrated into your life. This isn't going deeper than just that surface destination of, hey, I want to hit X. Well, then what happens after you hit whatever that goal was? You know, that that becomes a whole nother process in and of itself. So I truly believe taking it back that when you love the journey over the destination, those goals come naturally because through the journey, you're doing the things you like, you're going to hit those goals along the way, but it is more, again, I always say this, but bigger picture, long term, like this is for life, you guys put that on a shirt. Number two for rookie mindset would be to focus on the weight you're lifting and working out for other people versus veteran mindset. I would say the focus is on form and truly doing this for yourself. I have found the most results when I have taken a step back, even decreased my weight a little bit, making sure that my mobility is proper helping increase my flexibility because flexible muscles are strong muscles, having proper technique, making sure that the biomechanics, simply put, of my squat, of my deadlift are proper. That way I can build on that technique and as I load weight, I am going to help decrease the chance of injury. 
skincare from the sea. You got that right. I'm introducing you to the brand Osea. If you have not heard of them yet, this company is called OSEA. It stands for Ocean, Sun, Earth, and Atmosphere, and it is an amazing skincare and body care company. This company is vegan and cruelty-free. They're climate neutral certified and ocean positive. It is a clean beauty company. It checks all of the boxes. I love these products so much. I actually gave some away to some of you for the local event so that you could try them as well. Some of the favorite ones that I use are the body oil and lotion. And then I also love the hyaluronic serum and the ID puff serum. And every time I use them, I feel so luxurious. They also have a few gift sets that are going on for Mother's Day, which is really fun. They have a glow and go facial set and then a golden glow body set. I'm definitely going to get my mom one of these. I just don't know which yet. So go ahead and treat yourself or your mom to the everyday spa experience that you deserve. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code FUNGAINS at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head over to OseaMalibu.com and use code FUNGAINS for 10% off. Today, I'm welcoming a new podcast sponsor, Shrank Grills. If you haven't heard about these yet, today is the day. Darian and I cannot wait to move to Florida and start our hosting era, and this is the perfect way to do it. These grills heat up to over 1,500 degrees in less than five minutes, and it uses the exact same infrared technology as the world's best steakhouses. So things are going to cook really fast. Your steaks can be ready in as little as three minutes, and salmon as well. Big salmon girly over here. We're trying to get all of our protein gains, and this delivers on flavor because everything is juicier on a grill. They also have a dip tray at the bottom. This is probably my favorite feature of these grills. You can let all the steak juices just drip to the bottom of the drip tray and then it's going to create these brown bits and you can add butter, spices, oils into that dip tray also and then pour all the juices back onto the steak and this makes such a big difference in flavor. This this grill isn't just for steak, though. You can also cook chicken wings, hamburgers, seafood, even pizza with their pizza stone accessories. So if you've been on the fence for your summer grilling, look no further and get your shrink grill today. That's spelled S-C-H-W-A-N-K, shrink grills. You can use code FUNANDGAINS to get $150 off a shrink grill. Knock on wood, but I have not been severely injured with all the weight that I lift. And I feel like that's because I really do try to mentally prioritize form over the weight that I'm lifting. It is not about ego. It's not about any of that. And dude, I'll be the first to say it is so hard. It is so hard when I just load up 25s on each side of the bar and practice pause squats or really focus on depth or mobility when I'm like, I know I can squat more than 95 pounds. And I'm like, I want everybody in this gym to know it too. Y'all better know I can squat more than this. This is just like one day of the week where I'm just scaling back. But it is kind of like a pride ego thing that it's like, hey, you get that out of the door. If you're truly training for yourself, you don't care what that looks like to other people. And it's something that, oh, it comes up all the time. Like some days I'll be like, oh, I just want to like lift really heavy today. And I'm like, no, the focus of my training is, you know, focusing more on mobility or taking a step back, whatever it is. But man, that creeps up. Like that's something even now, sometimes I struggle with that. And I think a lot of us do, you know, sometimes we're like, man, I want to like show off, look good for my gym crush, whatever it is. Sometimes we're just in that mindset. And I think 
bringing it back in, realizing that we're doing this for us and a focus on form and make sure we're doing things properly. Like that is the best and safest way to train for sure. Number three for rookie mindset is that rookies rush versus veterans mindset is to train with intention and intensity. So I'll be honest, even some days now, like I just posted about this on Instagram, some days I get in my head, I'm a little bit stressed out. I kind of want to just like go through the motions, get the workout done and go home. And I want to say that for some people, that's where you're at. That is something that like you've been working toward even just physically going to the gym. If you go through the motions on that day, like that's a big win for you. Okay. Everybody's journey is different. So I am just speaking on my personal journey, but again, For me, sometimes I'll go into the gym and I will just want to rush or I will skip sets. I will skip reps like, oh, I'm exposing myself here. Every once in a while, I will do it. Like I just get too overwhelmed and I'm like, that's it. Like, or I'll give up early or I won't see my workout through. I won't do cardio. I won't do stretching. I won't do abs, whatever it is that I kind of promised myself that I would do. I skip. And I think a lot of times that comes from not being prepared as well. When I have my workout written down, when I'm actually following one of my programs, my workouts are always so much better. And even just having a program helps keep me accountable. So that way I can just show up to the gym, do my program, and then I can leave and feel like, okay, I did all the things that were on here and I feel really, really amazing. Whereas sometimes when my mental, when I'm in the gym, my mental toughness isn't there and I just kind of back out on myself. That is a total rookie mindset, and that's something that I am working on fixing a lot of times because I'm not perfect. None of us are. Now compare that to training with intention. This is where, again, I have seen countless results is bringing intention and bringing intensity to my workouts, actually focusing, honing in, and making the minutes count that I'm working out. Whereas instead of just going through the motions, the the weight was light, I'm getting to 10, 12, 15 reps, and you know, I feel a little bit of a burn, but I'm not really exerting myself. That RPE, rate of preserved exertion, is so crucial. We've got to be pushing ourselves in the gym if we want to see those results. So that is a huge mindset shift. Whenever I'm in, honed in, I have the best workouts. Oh, number four. All right. This is a good one. Rookie mindset number four is expecting yourself to make no mistakes and everything to be perfect versus the veteran mindset of letting go of perfection and knowing you are going to make mistakes. There are going to be bad days. Plan for those and have a plan of action for when those days come up. A perfect example of this is this morning. I was self-tanned, I had my outfit picked out, I had my workout written, my pre-workout was ready to go, I had the exact everything in line for what I was gonna do in the gym, even my content, extra things, filming for TikTok, everything, I was so excited and ready for today's back day workout. Life threw me a curveball, Vinny woke up early, there was no way I was getting to the gym, my body is tired. I was not going to push it any extra after having two to three hours of sleep. No way. I had to take a rest day today, which is fine. And I've accepted that. And that is something where back in the day, like before I even had Vinny, this is where I kind of talk about like maturing. 
I truly feel like I've matured so much because if I skipped a workout years ago, I would feel a little panicky. I'd be like, oh my gosh, but then I can't film it and then I can't post it. And then what's going to happen to my results? What's going to happen to my gains? What's going to happen to blah, blah, blah. It was like a fear mindset of if I don't go to the gym, what's going to happen? You know what's going to happen? Life is going to go on. You are going to be okay. It is going to happen to all of us where things come up. We don't get the best workout in because maybe our mind isn't there. We have to skip an extra day because something comes up. You have a really busy week of school, a really busy week of work. Your kid is just not having it. You don't go to the gym for an entire week. It happens. It happens to me all the time. And having that mindset shift of letting go of that perfection has been such a weight off of my shoulders. And I feel like I could talk about that so much. I could even go into a whole nother podcast episode talking about how to let go of perfection and talking about even those feelings from society of like why we need to feel like we don't make any mistakes and that perception that we feel like we need to give to other people, but we don't need to. At the end of the day, it is us and us alone. How we feel about ourselves is what matters. Making sure that we aren't putting our value in other things like the gym, our workouts, our social media platforms, our job, our career, whatever else it is, our worth and value is already set within us. It doesn't matter what anybody else has to say. That is individual and personal to all of us. We don't need anybody else's validation. We don't need to listen to the opinions of others over our own. We are enough how we are and finding that for ourselves is so powerful and that's really going to help change your life. Letting go of those expectations that you feel from others, letting go of that need for perfectionism and knowing that you're going to make mistakes in life and in your fitness journey. Okay, this last one is probably my favorite one. It kind of touches base on the first point that I made, but you have to hear me out. A rookie mindset would expect to have lasting results without making any lifestyle changes. Whereas a veteran's mindset is about making life changes, changing their life in all aspects. And I want you to hear this really clearly is that there's no such thing as permanent results without maintaining how you got there. You have to think about this. I don't know why I haven't thought about this before, but most good things in life you have to work for and maintain. For example, a garden. You have to constantly water and grow and watch your plants, make sure that they're taken care of. If you have a skill, basketball, football, piano, sewing, cooking, Whatever that is, you need to put in the time and the work consistently and constantly to maintain that skill. Even with learning a language, when you're fluent in a language, if you're not using it, you will lose a little bit of that. It is so important that you understand that it is the same thing when it comes to physical results. That is why there's so much power in shifting that mindset away from the destination and all the quick fix gimmicks out there and focus on it becoming part of your life and your lifestyle. That mindset shift in and of itself is going to completely change your life because you now realize that this isn't about three, six, 12, even two years. It's not about that. It is about your entire life and however you get 
your results, you've got to somehow maintain them. That's where maintenance comes from. That's why a lot of people, they will lose weight and then gain it back and then lose weight and gain it back because there's nothing in there that is making this become lifestyle or maintainable. It's got to be realistic and maintainable. And that's why I always say, make it a lifestyle, something you enjoy doing three times a week, four times a week, however much, whatever exercise, learning about your healthy nutrition, fueling your body properly. It is a new way of life and a new way of living. That way you can actually have a happy and healthy life for your entire life. And this all happens through small changes. In the last podcast episode, I talk about being more disciplined and I feel like that helps a lot, especially for me, because even in today, seriously, I would be so lazy, especially because I am so tired today with what I eat, which is fine. I, I, I'm not ever, ever shaming. I'm just trying to walk you through my thought process of, hey, I actually really want to improve and be better because I have gotten a little bit lazier with the nutritious foods that I'm feeling my body. I'm not feeling myself with as many nutritious foods as I used to. So I'm like, ooh, okay, I need to actually get a little bit better because I'm not feeling good. That's my reason why. Not because of shame, not because of guilt, but because I want to feel better. So referring back to my last episode about discipline, I was like, you know, I need to do small daily acts of discipline. And today, a huge win for me. Seriously, it it probably sounds lame to you, but to make my smoothie, which takes a lot of effort rather than pulling Oreos out of the package and eating them until I'm full, making a smoothie, making my apple pretzel and cheese plate, like that for me was such a massive win. I do not think you understand for me just today for being how tired I am to put any energy into trying to fuel my body a little bit better. I am on cloud nine because I'm so proud of myself. So you got to celebrate those wins and realize it really comes from these small changes. I am now in the habit of making a smoothie every day. So today it was even easier. I have plenty of the prep. I prepped my spinach. I have all my fruit. I have my blender somewhere accessible. I even bought new cups and a straw to help me feel really excited when I drink the smoothie. I've done the steps in the preparation. So when it was that time between, hey, do I just down a whole thing of Oreos? Or hey, can I actually feel my body with fruits, vegetables, and things that are going to make me feel good and energized? It was easier for me to make that decision in the thick of it. So I am so proud about that. And I just want you to know that It is about those small changes. It is small daily acts that end up creating the habits and the routine of our life, which then make up the entirety of our life. This episode is a little bit of a shorter one. I just didn't know how big of a window I would have with Vinny's insane sleep schedule right now. So I am sorry it's a little bit shorter, but hopefully we'll get some longer episodes and even some guests on quickly, which will be really fun to have that back. I love having guests on my podcast. It is the most fun. And I want to remind you again, no matter where you are on your journey, whether you're just starting out in the middle, in the thick of it, you've kind of even taken a little bit of a step back or you're trying to get back into it, finding some more information and knowledge and motivation, wherever you are, start there. You've got it. You have enough. Know that everybody's journey has ebbs and flows. There's ups and downs. Things get really crazy, but that is why you will get the most results and change your life as you make some of these mindset shifts. I thoroughly enjoyed coming up with this episode and thinking about, 
okay, what are some awesome tips that I could give? What are some good ways that maybe the way that we're thinking could be elevated? And again, honor where you are right now in your journey. If you are thinking of any of these things right now, that is okay. This is all a process. A lot of these even I am still working on where we get back into these old mindset habits. But as we keep trying, things get easier and we do get better along the way. So that's the end of this episode. I hope you guys liked it. Go ahead and head over to the podcast Instagram. It is funandgains.podcast and comment down below what your favorite part of this episode was. I hope you really enjoyed and liked something from it. And I need to read our review. Let me tell you, Darian came home from school the other day and was like, Brittany, you got so many new reviews. He was like, I want to read all of them on the podcast. He like, it means so much to us, you guys, like, genuinely I cannot thank you enough for your love and your support it makes doing this so much more fun because I'm like heck yeah my freaking girlies out there every time I know one of you listen to the podcast I'm just like it's a new level it's a new level of love and community I freaking love you guys I would always want to hear what podcast episodes you want to hear from me like I have this for you tell me what you want and I got you Today's review is from FudgeCake32, five stars, and it says, love this podcast. Currently listening to the most recent and Darian told me to review Crying Face. I love listening to fun and games during my workouts. You all are so entertaining and fun to listen to. I'm so thankful Britt took the leap because it's the most uplifting and motivating thing to listen to. Well, Fudge Cake 32, you are my favorite. I love you so much. It is almost my birthday, so I'm going to count that as my birthday present. Thank you so much and thank you everybody who rates and reviews this podcast. It means more than you know. I love seeing the support and the feedback anything I can do to help improve and make this better for you I got you you guys ending off this episode on such a high note after today was even a little bit of a crazy rocky start I am feeling so happy and optimistic and positive. We're coming into spring. We're coming into summer. Sick of the dark winter days. And I feel like there is a lot of hope on the horizon. Hang on to that. If you're also kind of having, you know, that seasonal depression where it hit hard here, especially in Michigan, hang on. We're almost there. Summer is just around the corner. And, you know, compliment somebody you see today. Give big hugs to everybody you love. And you guys... That's all for today's episode, and I will see you all next week for some more fun and gains. Bye. You're listening to the Fun and Gains podcast with your host, Brittany Lupton. Thanks for listening to another episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast, and we'll see you all next time for some more fun and gains. Bye. Bye.